Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 verse 68 and 69 68 Tasmadhyasya Mahabaho Nigrahitani Sarvashaha Indriyan Indriyarthebhyas Tasya Pragnya Pratishthita Tasmat, therefore, Yasya of ones, Mahabaho, O mighty armed one, Nigrihitani, so curved down, Sarvashaha, all around, Indriyani, the senses, Indriya Arthebhyaha, for the sake of sense objects, tasya, his, pragna, intelligence, pratishthita, fixed. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, therefore, O mighty armed, one whose senses are restrained from their objects is certainly of steady intelligence. Please repeat, therefore, O mighty armed, one whose senses are restrained from their objects is certainly of steady intelligence. Purport. As enemies are curbed by superior force, similarly the senses can be curbed not by any human endeavor, but only by keeping them engaged in the service of the Lord. One who has understood this, that only by Krishna consciousness is one really established in intelligence, and that one should practice this art under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master is called sadhaka, or a suitable candidate for liberation. So we'll go and read the next verse as well. Yanisha Sarva Bhutanam Tasyan Jagarti Samyami Yasyam Jagrati Bhutani Sanisha Pashato Mune Translation, what is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self-controlled and the time of awakening for all beings is night for the introspective sage. Shorten it first. Please repeat, what is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self-controlled. And the time of awakening for all beings is night for the introspective sage. Purport, there are two classes of men. The one is intelligent in material activities for sense gratification and the other is introspective and awake to the cultivation of self-realization. Activities of the introspective sage or, or thoughtful man are night for persons materially absorbed. 
materialistic persons remain asleep in such a night due to their ignorance of self-realization. The introspective sage remains alert in the night of the materialistic men. The sage feels transcendental pleasure in the gradual advancement of spiritual culture, whereas the man in materialistic activities, being asleep to self-realization, dreams of varieties of sense pleasure, feeling sometimes happy and sometimes distressed in his sleeping condition. The introspective man is always indifferent to materialistic happiness and distress. He goes on with his self-realization activities undisturbed by material reaction. So first, Krishna is asking Arjuna, not asking, he is uh, advising or mentioning that one whose senses are restrained from their objects is certainly of steady intelligence. In other words, the more our senses are always engaged with their sense objects, our intelligence is always disturbed in a disturbed condition. So, what are senses and what are sense objects? I think we have covered this before, right? Do you know what the senses and sense objects are? Hmm. Yes. Eye, eyes and touch, skin. Well, what are the sense objects? Yes. So for the sen- for the eyes, form is the sense object. So the eyes are meant to perceive form, and the ears are meant to perceive sound. So like that, each of these senses, they perceive a certain aspect of material world. So the senses and the sense objects when they come together then we define that as happiness. For example my eyes crave to watch a movie for example then if I buy the ticket and watch it I feel oh nice I feel satisfied. So this is how we are defining happiness at this moment in materialistic life Happiness means sense gratification, to gratify the senses. So, actually, senses are not only these five senses, but the ten senses, which include the five working senses as well. These five which we know are the knowledge acquiring senses with which we uh, perceive this material world. But there are five working senses with which we act. With the five um, knowledge acquiring senses, we just acquire the knowledge of our surroundings. Like eyes we see and ears we hear. But then after assimilating the knowledge, this is, this is full of ants. after assimilating the knowledge we act on it so we act with five other senses so this is the Vedic 
uh, according to our Vedas, we have 10 senses. 5 knowledge acquiring, 5 working. So the 5 working senses are the hands, the legs, the speech. So there is, again tongue is involved. Tongue is involved in the knowledge acquiring as well as working sense. Tasting and speaking. So, and then um, the genitals and the anus. So with these five senses, we maintain our bodily activities. Uh, so, self-realization starts with the tongue, it is said. Meeting what? Self-realization. It actually starts with the tongue. It may sound counterintuitive, but that is where it starts. First, eating prasadam and chanting Hare Krishna with the tongue. Ata Sri Krishna Namadi Nabhave Graham Indriyai Sevon Mukhehi Jihvadao Swayamevas Puratyadaha. To understand the Lord, we cannot understand with our materialistic senses. But if we start serving Him with Jihvadao, Jihva means tongue, Adao means beginning with. Adi means beginning. So Jihvada means beginning with tongue. If we start to serve the Lord, then Swayamevas Puratyadaha. He himself will show himself to you. So to see Krishna, there is no process that we can see Krishna with. The only way we can see Krishna is if he himself allows to show. But to satisfy him, we have to start serving him. It's like even if you want to satisfy anyone, what is customer satisfaction? Serve the customer. Customer service first. So to satisfy someone, we need to serve that person. Like guests, how we satisfy? We have to serve them. Anybody. Similarly with Krishna, with God, we have to serve, start serving him. How to serve him? Just by calling out his name itself is serving him. Hearing about him like now you are doing. Hearing about him. That is also serving him. Engage our senses in with uh, about him. Hmm, regard In regards to him. Like our ears. Instead of hearing some stupid song. Movie song. We can hear about Krishna. Bhagavad Gita. Or we have nice songs. That's why the Vaishnava Acharyas. They have written so many nice songs. Hmm. so these are for our hearing and the Hare Krishna Kirtan this is this is how we uh, use our senses ears and then there are uh, eyes for the eyes the deity form is there so this is the way we purify our eyes instead of seeing a beautiful girl or handsome man see Krishna that is the proper way of using our eyes that is real beauty once we that's why Krishna's another name is Madan Mohan why his name is Madan Mohan what is the meaning of Madan Mohan huh? hmm? not quite hmm. attracts Cupid 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 is the reason why everybody is in this material world. Because of the arrows of the Cupid, uh, we are attracted to the opposite sex. 
but Madan Mohan Madan Mohan means the one who attracts even Cupid in the Brahma Samhita Krishna's beauty is described as Kandarpa Koti Kamaniya Vishesha Shobham Krishna's beauty is Koti Kamaniya Koti means 10 million Kandarpa means Cupid so 10 million Cupids put together cannot match Krishna's beauty that unique loveliness of Krishna um, is so attractive so once we see him then we will forget the beauty of this material world it, the material world's beauty will compare comparatively seem very pale in comparison with Krishna's beauty there is a reason why the devotees can completely give up this world not because they are uh, you know uh, they are uh, what is that Maya is so strong she can capture anybody how they can be victorious over Maya they are not so strong but because they are so irresistibly attracted by Krishna everything else is pale in comparison which is why they can give up uh, that is what we are getting to actually today's verse so the way of service is starting with the tongue so if you go back to the verse the point here is one who senses a restraint from the sense object is certainly of steady intelligence uh, our intelligence must be steady first in order to understand Krishna consciousness we need a cool head Once there was an incident where one uh, female reporter in London, she came up to Prabhupada. Because Prabhupada was always very um, bluntly truthful. He does not mask truth in any nicer way. Whatever truth is, he will tell. So according to Vedic understanding, <coughs> women are generally less intelligent than men um, so of course in the western world this is totally unacceptable <laughs> the women will get fired up <laughs> so in India now it is also getting much westernized but in India the culture is almost still there is dwindling um, but his understanding is Taken. Even Bhagavad Gita Krishna says, Mam Hipartha Vipasritya, Yepisu Papayonaya, Striya Vaishyas Tata Sudra Stepyanti Paramgatim. Everybody, even though they be of lower intelligence, like Striya Vaishyas Tata Sudras, uh, women, Vaishyas, the mercantile men, and the Sudras, the, the workers, anybody can come to me. So he is classifying. So, those women who are very much in the... Oh, how you can say like this? That means we are identifying ourselves as women. So, one devotee, uh, lady devotee, she asked Prabhupada, can women not make advancement in Krishna consciousness because they are less intelligent? Then Prabhupada said, 
as long as you think of uh, as you as long as you think you are a woman where is the question of any advancement because if you if we think we are the body where is the question of advancement first lesson we haven't understood so the whole idea is to transcend this bodily concept of life and try to understand that we are atma but i am now trapped in a woman's body which is conditioning me to a particular type of intelligence you know so anyway um in london this reporter came in western women they are very much oh you can't say this you know like that you know they were that kind of attitude so she came in a very challenging tone and asked prabhupad um why are all your heads shaved and she it was cold in london but still she was wearing short skirt you know that's what that's how she came so um, she asked uh, why are your why are your heads all shaved just she wants to ask some question she was asking many questions one of them was this you know um then um, yeah she asked why do you have shaved heads then uh, prabhupad asked her why do you have bare legs it is better to have a shaven a, a, a cool head and warm legs you need a cool head to understand krishna consciousness the lady was like you know what to say prabhu was very very sharp if you ask nicely you will tell nicely if you ask like that then you will get a reply like that <laughs> but he was very sharp so the thing is you need a cool head to understand krishna consciousness so and uh, doesn't mean just shave and you can understand krishna consciousness <laughs> no <laughs> you need steady intelligence and steady intelligence will come when we restrain our sense objects our senses from the sense objects this is the way that's why in vedic education the boys and girls are not put together not coeducation this ruins the entire education system when in such young age boys and girls are put together what they will do hmm they'll come out great saints that's why there's so much illegal illicit sex going on teenage they will ask them to oh, safe sex condoms this all all sinful activities starting from such a young age vedic culture was much more scientific much more logical Uh, when the girl attains a puberty she is married now this oh this is child marriage but that's the age they are going to have sex with the boys and then what if the boy just leaves so the whole uh it's a big social problem and the government has to take care of this all is why that's why the vedic culture was that the boy is trained as a brahmachari he is not a rascal loafer on the street he should be trained as a brahmachari and then the girl she is trained how to become chaste and take care of the household affairs and in this way the combination will be good so that was the whole idea but now everything is topsy turvy because of financial situation both have to work and then because the man and woman both go to work there will be social problems the man will go to the office and find some other woman the woman will go to the office find some other man 
these things are happening why because the senses and the sense objects are in proximity it's not about oh you should not have a dirty mind maya is business is to dirty our mind even if it was not dirty it will be dirty when in the contamination in the presence of one it's like ajamil is a perfect example he was a nice Bra- brahmana son very nice cultured family and a young boy young man mm-hmm. nicely trained by the father and everything got married nice chaste wife then suddenly he fell into the association of a prostitute he actually saw he was passing by then he saw this prostitute kissing another man and then the clothes were all loose and he got attracted by this scene and then slowly he was trying to find the contact of the prostitute and contacted her and then you know fell in union with her and then kicked out his wife kicked out his parents and everything and you know resorted to stealing and you know all kinds of crime just to maintain her and he had 10 children with her you see how he fell down from his brahmanical the mind is so you know such a dangerous thing it's not oh you should not have a dirty mind the mind is dirty it should be cleansed if we are in the material world our mind is dirty the reason why we are here is our mind is dirty if our mind was so clean we would not even come here in the material world so therefore the Vedic system is they should always be kept uh, separate there is no intimate mixing of boys and girls so that will create steady intelligence especially for the uh, man for the boy uh, he is trained in brahmachari life with no association with women and then he is always trained how to control his senses and serve the spiritual master like a menial servant even if he is a prince he has to be a menial servant of the guru that is brahmachari life so these are rules and regulations very very strict then we can there is chance of understanding Krishna consciousness for mind is always agitated by the sense pleasure when the boy is you know always in the lookout for girls where his mind is what he can understand what he will assimilate what, what intelligence he will have simply disturbed every moment how to, how to find this girl same for the girl so this is a very troublesome situation therefore man the boy is trained as a brahmachari and the girl according to Vedic system she is the parents are too with the astrological everything they see properly and then when she is come of age that's it given marriage so the girl's psychology is also okay fixed this man is my husband that's it there is no disturbance in the mind of the girl otherwise she is always looking out who is who is so these are all cycles mentioned in the Shastra not, not my own thing this is all in the Shastra but now they say oh this is all old fashioned uh, of course it was abused that's another thing the system was abused some rascal old man wanted to marry one you know teenager then they did sati and then throw the girl into the fire that was rubbish that's why this whole child marriage system was thrown away out of the society but in that child age only all these things are happening now so you see so therefore 
these things have to be kept far away. Uh-huh. Then we have steady intelligence with which to understand Krishna consciousness. Then if our intelligence is free from these kinds of things, then we can fix it on this knowledge. <coughs> with tapasya, then we can get the mercy of great devotees. Uh, there is one verse in the Bhagavatam. <coughs> Durapahi alpa tapasa seva vaikuntha vartmasu yatropa giyate nityam deva devo janardana. Persons whose austerity is meager can hardly obtain the service of the pure devotees who are progressing on the path back to the kingdom of Godhead, the Vaikunthas. Pure devotees engage 100% in glorifying the Supreme Lord who is the Lord of the demigods and the controller of all living entities. Persons whose austerity is meager. What is meager? You know what is meager? Don't know. Meager means less. Hardly any austerity. So, one whose austerity is meager can hardly obtain the service of pure devotees. On the other side, flip side, if one is strong in austerity, he can obtain the service of pure devotees. And what will happen if he comes into the association and serves the pure devotees? Or twice born sages, by serving those devotees who are completely free f- freed from all vice, great service is done. By such service, one gains the affinity for hearing the messages of Vasudev. So, if we are austere, austere means tapasya. If we are not engaging in sense pleasure, keeping away from sense pleasure. What is the sense pleasure? Mainly this, meat eating, eating meat, illicit sex, intoxication, to the point of even coffee, tea, chocolate, intoxication and gambling. These four are sinful activities. Jai Sri Sri Radha Jai. So we have to stay away from these sinful activities. That is austerity. Simple austerity for Kali Yuga. So then what will... By that austerity what we will get? The service of the pure devotees. Association of devotees and service for them. And once we serve those devotees, we will get affinity to hear we will get the attraction to hear about Krishna. Then that is the beginning of our devotional life. Adho Shraddha. Shraddha means the faith, the, the good faith that, okay, I, here I can learn something about Krishna, about my life, how to perfect my life. So with that faith, we come to hear. So that is the beginning of spiritual life. Then Sadhu Sangha, associate with devotees, then Bhajana Kriya, they will engage us in service. Then Anartha Nivritti, the dirty things in the heart will be cleansed. These are all stages. Bhajana Kriya, Anartha Nivritti, that is the dirty things in the heart, one by one will be eradicated. Tato Nishtha, 
That means with our devotional service becomes very fixed up, very strongly fixed up. It will not waver anymore. Not like one day I will feel good and another day I will be feeling depressed. Not like that. All the time, completely blissful. Fixed. No matter whether it is a difficult situation or happy situation, the devotional service is unwavering. Not that, oh, somebody passed away, oh, today I cannot chant, my mind is lost, and I cannot. No, no, no. Even if I am on the deathbed, I am still chanting. If somebody is on the deathbed, I am still chanting. That, that should be the uh, strength. That should be the determination. Nishtha. Nothing will shake our determination. That is the stage. Then we get Ruchi. Taste. Taste for hearing the Krishna's name. Taste for chanting his name. Taste for hearing about him. Taste for doing service for him. Until this point, we will have to be pushed. Prabhu, do like this, do that, do this, you know, do this service, do that for Krishna. After that, after this stage, Ruchi, automatically, you don't want to stop chanting. You don't want to, you know, like once Prabhupada was asked, um, how do we know that our quality of chanting is good? Our 16 rounds that we chant, how do we know it's a good quality rounds? Like, how to measure? Prabhupada said, good quality means you don't want to stop at 16. Why 16? 16,000, 16 million rounds. You still don't want to stop. That is good quality chanting. Until then, what quality we have? We are forcibly chanting Hare Krishna. We don't have any attraction. Oh, those devotees, they ask me to chant 16 rounds. I cannot, I will chant one round, two rounds. What attraction we have? <laughs> What attraction we have for Krishna? One, two rounds, you are already struggling. Oh, I have this thing, I have that thing to do, I have this thing, I have that thing. Love means, no matter what, I cannot leave Krishna. No matter whatever is there in my life. That is love. Just like Arjuna. Krishna said to Arjuna, huh? um, What is that? Ma manusmara yudhya cha Tasmat sarveshu kaleshu Mamanusmara Yudhacha in the 8th chapter, 7th verse, Bhagavad Gita. We'll go to that and come back. So, um, he, he said, Arjuna, you are fighting. You fight. As a Kshatriya, you must fight. Yes, you fight. But at the same time, you remember me also. While you are shooting your arrows, you remember me. <laughs> How to do that? Arjuna can say, no, 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 I am very busy, you know, I am shooting, you know, how you, can, how you say, remember you. I know Arjuna was not shooting one by one, you know, like a sniper rifle once in a day. No, no. He was shooting 60 arrows every second. No, his speed is... Nobody could see when his hand was going into the quiver, when his hand was coming and when he was stringing the bow and when the arrow is released, nobody knows. That fast his hand was moving. It just was circles only, that's it, that's it. So fast he was shooting. And at that time he has to remember Krishna. And if he misses one arrow from anywhere, that's it, he's dead. How alert he must be, this side, that side, every side. And he must be shooting at the same time, he must see which, which arrow is coming, he has to cut that arrow. All this he's doing and Krishna is asking, you remember me at that time. Now we are saying, I am busy, I have this thing. Can we be more busy than Arjuna? But how did he do it? Because love. 
when you love someone no matter what you are doing you are thinking of that person right that is material also example if we have some affection for someone just like the mother she is always thinking of the child no matter what she is doing she is at the back of the mind her child is what she is doing the child where is she going you know this thing is always there so that is a slight example of how love of Krishna is uh, manifests in the heart of the devotee that ruchi the taste atha asakti tato bhavat then asakti uh, spontaneous attraction for Krishna spontaneously and then bhava subordinate ecstasy hmm. then finally prema complete love of God these are the sadhakanam ayam premna pradur bhave bhavekrama these are the stages of advancement until prema until pure love of Godhead so we have to come to at least the stage of nishtha fixed up the problem is here anartha nivritti anartha means all the dirty things in the heart nivritti means to cleanse and that is the longest time it takes uh, because how sincere we are in actually accepting the process that much faster we will acquire all the good qualities and all our bad qualities will become eradicated so how seriously we do we adhere to the process that is very important so these are the stages one goes through so once we hear once we get the stage of attraction for the Krishna's message then what will happen <coughs> next verse Shrinvatam Svakatha Krishna Punya Shravana Ketana Helbyanta Stohya Bhadrani Vidhunoti Suhrit Satam this is how to cleanse the heart <coughs> Sri Krishna the personality of Godhead who is the Paramatma super soul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted so Krishna will cleanse the desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages if we are not having an urge to hear about Krishna then we are you know if if we are asking you know please read Prabhupada books please read please read and you are not reading then has developed the urge to hear his messages then the cleansing of the heart will happen your guy does not have any taste for chanting I mean hearing about Krishna or reading about he cannot make much advancement these are practically our observation over the years whoever reads Prabhupada's books uh, he is somehow or other protected he actually doesn't go into much of problems but he who, he who doesn't read, he will hardly stay. Easily he can be, he can go out. Uh, <coughs> even Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur saw 
that Prabhupada was very eager to hear from him, he noticed this good quality in Prabhupada. Once there was a uh, Parikrama. Parikrama means in Vrindavan, Mathura, Govathan. The Parikrama means to go around. You know, like in many temples, the courtyard is, you know, you can go around the sanctum. This is called Parikrama or Pradakshina. So, <coughs> there was some Vrindavan Parikrama or some Parikrama organized. So, there was an announcement. So, now, uh, the, all the devotees who want to go for Parikrama, they can uh, assemble here. And uh, at the same time, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur will be speaking also. Those who want to stay here, they, they can stay here. So many devotees wanted to go on Parikrama, but Prabhupada, he did not go on the, he did not want to go on the Parikrama. He wanted to hear. Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur saw this is serious devotee. Because uh, this is the pilgrimage, whatever pilgrimage, the whole idea is to hear from the holy per- person. If I am interested in pilgrimage, but I am not interested in hearing from a holy person, then a pilgrimage is useless. Yatirtha buddhi salilena karhechit janeshu abhigneshu saiva gokhara. It is said that if a person just goes for pilgrimage, you know, they, you know especially they will go to Haridwar, Rishikesh, take Ganga Snan, take bath in the Ganga and come back. Shastra Bhagavatam says even, uh, uh, what is that, cow and asses are also doing that. They also go to the river and come out. What is the big difference you going to the uh, pilgrimage and then taking one bath and coming back? The whole idea is to hear from the sadhus. The whole idea of going to pilgrimage is to, because there in the pilgrimage there will be many sadhus. So that you can go and meet them and hear from them about some instruction about what is life and how to perfect it. That is the whole idea. Of course, now in Kali Yuga, the pilgrimage is, you know, filled with bogus sadhus also. Bogus. Simply wearing one saffron colored dress, begging and smoking beady. This kind of nonsense, these are not sadhus. Because of them, sadhus got a bad name. You know. And those who become a little bit preacher, they will talk nonsense and mislead others. This is Kali Yuga. So this way, that has become a little topsy-turvy. That's why temple is as good as Vrindavan. As good as all the holy places. All the holy places are here in this temple. If you come here and hear Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, you are, you are already doing pilgrimage. You are taking MRT and coming here. This is not some, you know, some, you know, just material world. When you're coming here, you're actually coming on a pilgrimage. Because here you are worshipping Krishna. Pilgrimage what we do? Worship Krishna only. So it's the same. Wherever it is done, it is the same. Like an embassy of a country, like here, there is Indian embassy. So when you go there, you are in India. That embassy is India. You are no more under the laws of your Indian law. So like that. Here, when you come here, this is an embassy of Vaikuntha. So you are in Vaikuntha. You are in the spiritual world. Uh, that is actual pilgrimage. Then once we hear what is that burning smell? 
nguồn chất so when you hear what is what will happen nashta prayashu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya bhagavat uttama shloke bhaktir bhavadina ishtiki by regular attendance in classes on the bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed and loving service under the personality of godhead who is praised with transcendental songs is established as an irrevocable fact in our heart there are so many troublesome things so many worries anxieties everything will be completely destroyed how by attendance of classes ramanujacharya said if your mind is disturbed just go and sit in the company of vaishnavas just go and sit down even if they don't speak whether they speak or not just go and sit down there your mind will be cleared up that is the power of the association of devotees uh, whoever is in this material world their heart is troublesome Hmm. not that some separate counseling session is required no just come and attend whatever classes have been conducted all the troublesome things will go away then what will happen tadaradastamo bhava kavalo bhadayaschaye chetayete anavidham sitam sattve prasidati what was that What kind of nonsense is that? This one. It's still burning. Put it, put it off. Switch it off. What is kind of nonsense? Don't even offer this kind of nonsense. As soon as irrevocable loving, loving service is established in the heart, the effects of nature's modes of passion and ignorance, such as lust, desire and hankering disappear from the heart then the devotee is established in goodness and he becomes completely happy brahma bhuta prasannatma na sochati na kankshati no lamentations no hankerings but this will come when our intelligence is steady by krishna consciousness which will happen with hearing and chanting this shravanam kirtanam process is the most powerful Hmm. hearing and chanting about krishna is the most powerful method very quickly we will attain perfection evam prasanna manaso bhagavat bhakti yogatah bhagavat tattva vijnanam mukta sangas sada jayate thus established in the mode of unalloyed goodness the man whose mind has been enlivened by contact with devotional service to the lord gains positive scientific knowledge of the personality of godhead in the stage of liberation from all material association he will understand all about the lord by such devotional service he doesn't have to be a big scholar just by executing devotional service he will understand and vidyate hridaya granthe chidyante sarva samshaya kshiyante chaasya karmani drishta evatmanishvare thus the knot in the heart is pierced and all misgivings are cut to pieces The chain of fruitive activity actions is terminated when one sees one's self and one's master. See, this is the process 
by which our intelligence can be studied and purified and we can attain perfection. But there are others who are the opposite. That is explained in the next verse. Ya Nisha Sarvabhutanam Tasyam Jagrati Samyami Yasyam Jagrati Bhutani Samnisha Pashatomani. This is important. What is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self-controlled and the time of awakening for all beings is night for the introspective sage. What is it? This is so-called literally but also more figuratively. Night means um, in what topics the materialistic people are very interested in, very enliven, very awake. This um, transcendentalist, he's not interested. He's asleep. He's in that activity. It's night for him. Uh, he's asleep to those things. He's not interested very much. But where he is awake, in which field of activities he is awake, the materialists are sleeping. In self-realization, in the matter of self-realization, he is very alert. But the materialistic people, they are sleeping in that regard. They may be very busy, very intelligent, very busy, everything, you know, doing big, big business or working or whatever it is. But when they are blind to self-realization, then they are in the night. They are sleeping. Like in dream also, sometimes we are very busy. We are doing this, we are doing that, saving somebody, you know, or flying somewhere or doing big, big fighting or whatever, you know. But actually, what is the meaning of all that busyness? Once we wake up, we will feel like an idiot. <laughs> after all the struggle, after all the hard work and achievements, we wake up and nothing is there. Was just in the bed. The most undramatic place. So, uh, that is the exact same way. Close the curtain. That is the exact same way our material life is like a dream. What we are experiencing now, um, not this class, this is actually the awakened state when we actually can try to. This is the alarm clock. <laughs> Just like when we are, why, we, why alarm clock? Because the sound will wake us up. That is the whole idea. Similarly, we are asleep deep in slumber of materialism. So, to awaken us, the sound of Krishna's message, the sound of Krishna's name is there to awaken us. So, when we hear this message, then we awaken. So, this activity is to wake us up. But otherwise, all our activities are actually in dream state. You may say, how this is dream? No. I am earning this, I am doing so many things, I am helping so many people. How is dream? Uh, because once we, so called death comes, death is nothing but the end of the dream. That's it. That we call, call it as death because we think that there is no existence beyond this dream. So our dreams in the night, they are just maybe few seconds long. But this dream is many years like 
maybe say 100 years but compared to the eternity which our soul our soul is eternal compared to that this is a flash in time so it is actually like a dream only it is just a longer dream we are taking that as reality but just because it is longer no it is still a dream so because after this so called death we can take nothing from here just like if I became a millionaire in the dream I can take nothing none of those dollars into my real life or into my next dream so similarly we cannot take anything from here so it is actually a dream all our relationship like our previous life whatever our relations all we have forgotten have no meaning have no existence so similarly so this is actually a dream so everybody is asleep but the introspective sage introspective is very important word uh, because the sage is always introspecting checking on himself we should not think that oh everything is fine everything is good feel good nonsense I am in a nonsense hopeless uh, rotten position what feel good do good I must understand I am in a rotten position first of all acknowledge it I am in the material world this is a rotten place somebody was the other day talking to me no I, I just want to hear positivity I don't want negativity Are you are in a negative place first of all come out of that no Understand that you are in a negative place. Then you can go to positivity. <laughs> like the other day I told, when Yamaraj was saying, that don't bring to me, I mean, bring to me all those fools and rascals who do not chant Krishna's name. Then the person was saying, when I shared this message with him, he said, can, why? I, I, I think spirituality can be ex, uh, expressed in a, um, not so strong words fools and rascals why these words have to be used in we should use more positive words no we have to understand that first of all I am fool and rascal then I can improve myself if I think I am you know like a topmost fellow you know then what will I improve if I am at the topmost then the only way is to go down but if I am thinking I am the bottommost the only way to go up <laughs> so to go up to improve I must acknowledge first of all I am not there I am a nobody I am a rascal that's why the pure devotees always think like that one should think like that not just a lip service you should actually think uh, even if one is doing great service one should think oh millions of lives I have forgotten Krishna now only little bit I am doing past few years or past few months or days or weeks how can I be called a great saint or great I am a rascal and that will attract Krishna as they say pride goes before fall that's exactly what happens if you think we are big time you think we are big time then it becomes small time no time no time for Krishna finish Maya full that will be our result but if we think that I am nobody I need the mercy of Krishna I need the mercy of devotees then I will make advancement 
ट then this is the next amanina should not expect any respect from others but manadena we should give all respect to others not like a, that moral give respect take respect no no give respect but don't expect respect back that is real humility if i am giving respect to you oh, hari krishna prabhu you are very pure devotee please please you also say i am also pure you are also pure that is not respect <laughs> if i am saying you are pure devotee that I, i should sincerely say not simply because because i said he also must say then i will feel good that is nonsense there is no humility there i must sincerely offer other people respect or you know that is, don't overdo also as i say ati bhakti chorer lakshan Too much humbleness is sign of thief. <laughs> Because he wants to steal something from you, he wants to cheat you. Then he will be very humble with you. Ah, oh, you are very great. You know this flatterer. Simply flattering for no reason. There is a nice story actually there. We can do a drama on that one on one Sunday. Uh, anything the, the king is saying, this fellow he will flatter and flatter. Yes, yes, yes. Although he knows it is wrong, he is talking rubbish. He will simply flatter because he wants something in return. So now that can genuine appreciation for devotees should be there, without expecting anything in return. And if some devotee does some better service, we should always appreciate. Hmm. Oh, Krishna has given him that much mercy, so he can do nice service. I, if Krishna can, you know, award little bit of that mercy, I can do something uh, like that. Amanena, manadena, very important. Not give respect, take respect. Kirtaniya sada hari. Then our intelligence will be very steady. Because if if we are expecting suppose some respect and we did not get, I will become agitated. Oh, he did not say Hare Krishna to me. One one fellow he left our temple because of that. Every day he used to come and he used to say Hare Krishna to Prabhu, Sundargopal Prabhu. And Prabhu say Hare Krishna. One day Prabhu was busy with something in the office. And he just passed by the door and said Hare Krishna. He he was talking to someone something. He did not say Hare Krishna back. The guy left the temple. And later one of uh, the devotees went and saw him somewhere. Then hey, why you not coming? Oh, that day I said Hare Krishna. He did not say Hare Krishna. No, he cannot say Hare Krishna. Huh? Just one day missed. That's it. Finish. What is this? Head is so high. Of course you are not fit to come to the temple. Better don't come here. krishna has in the heart 
made you not come to the temple because you are thinking you are so big time, right? Okay, he will make some enmity in your heart against the devotee and he will not come to the temple again. Krishna will do this. You think, that, oh, this guy, he is thinking, I will not go to the temple. These, these fellows are all very puffed up. Just because one they missed. That too, because of some disease, something. Hmm? That means how, how big his head is. These people are not fit. So, Krishna will keep them away. So, in order to always come and, you know, be in the position of service here, one must be humble. One must humble himself. We cannot remain in the association of devotees otherwise. It becomes very difficult. Hmm. By constant hearing, by constant chanting, uh, we will become humble. Hmm. This is a fact. The more we understand, that's why reading is very important. Why? We should, because we should always... Because Maya is trying to convince us that we are big time, we are great, you know, we are... Even when devotional service also, people start praising you. Oh, danger. Because the mind will go immediately. Oh, oh, nice kirtan. Oh, nice class. Oh, nice preaching, book distributor. Oh, so many books you distributed. Oh, big time. Then the mind, what will happen? Oh, I'm a good singer. I'm a good, you know, lecturer. I'm a good uh, book distributor. I'm good this, I'm good that. I'm a good cook. Or I dress deities very nicely. I dress Radha Krishna very nicely and ask devotee, how is the dressing, how? Nice, right, nice, right, everybody. Well, what is that? If other people dress, nobody will be quiet. If I dress, oh, oh, nice, right, how? Good, good. Why? Because I dressed. You see, how even devotional service, our mind can play tricks with us. That's why it is said in the 11th canto, Mind is so clever in distracting us from the real thing. See, here it is said, there are many things in this verse. Actually, there are eight verses together, this this <laughs> translation. But I want to just highlight the one part. Anyway, I'll read the whole thing. How a devotee should live and think, you know, that, that Krishna is himself personally telling Uddhava. Uddhava is a great devotee friend of Krishna. My dear Uddhava, one can give up false pride and prestige by engaging in the following devotional activities. One may purify oneself by seeing, touching, worshipping, serving and offering prayers of glorification and obeisances to my form as the deity and to my pure devotees. One should also glorify my transcendental qualities and activities here with love and faith the narrations of my glories and constantly meditate on me. One should offer to me whatever one acquires and accepting oneself as my eternal servant, one should give oneself completely to me. This is love. If we acquire something, we should give it to Krishna. If something is very dear to me, that thing I must give to Krishna. Not that, um, you know, sometimes people give us used furniture. Yeah, my table, I want to get new furniture. You want, you can take this, temple can take old furniture. Why are you throwing away that one you are giving here? You buy new one and give it to temple and you take the old one. Huh? No. Krishna, devotees, you must serve with the best things. Why? The rejected ones you give to temple. Huh? A new one you keep. What mentality is this? So, not like that. One should offer to me whatever one acquires and accepting oneself as my eternal servant, one should give oneself completely to me. 
one should always discuss my birth and activities and enjoy life by participating in festivals such as Janmashtami which glorify my pastimes one month from today is Janmashtami 24th August today is 24th July so um, one should uh, here eh? drama is not mentioned drama in other words he also says enacting my you know dramatic performances of my pastimes that also he says anyway so one should enjoy life by participating in festivals such as Janmashtami which glorify my pastimes in my temple one should also participate in festivals and ceremonies by singing, dancing, playing musical instruments and discussing me with other Vaishnavas one should observe all the regularly celebrated annual festivals by attending ceremonies, pilgrimages and making offerings one should also observe religious vows such as Ekadasi and take initiation by the procedures mentioned in the Vedas, Pancharatra and other similar literatures one should faithfully and lovingly support the installation of my deity and individually or in cooperation with others one should work for the construction of Krishna conscious temples and cities as well as flower, garland, flower gardens, fruit gardens and special areas to celebrate my pastimes one should consider oneself to be my humble servant without duplicity and thus should help to clean the temple which is my home First one should sweep and dust thoroughly and then one should further cleanse with water and cow dung. Krishna is even teaching how to mop the floor. No? <laughs> how to sweep and mop he is teaching. That much. Yeah. First one should sweep the, and dust thoroughly and then one should further cleanse with water and cow dung. Of course in India there is a lot of cow dung. You know, it's very pure, very nice. Of course here we use the what? The liquid what to do so anyway this is the way it should be done having dried the temple one should sprinkle scented water and decorate the temple with mandalas one should thus act just like my servant a devotee should never advertise his devotional activity this is actually what I wanted to show therefore his service will not be the cause of false pride a devotee should never advertise his devotional activities therefore his service will not be the cause of false pride because Maya you know when we are advancing in the beginning we won't be as proud we will be humble we will start off humble then as we rake in the number of years in our service suddenly I will say that I am a 10 year old devotee 10 years in the movement 15 years in the movement 30 years in the movement 50 years and what will happen? Now I am a big time. So you all should worship me. And people will praise because devotees should praise another devotee. Then if that gets into my head, finish. So the more we advance, the more the test will be there to control our mind. If we get into the, it gets into the head, then it will be the cause of false pride, and then we will fall down. This is how Maya will drag us down again. One should never use lamps that are offered to me for other purposes simply because there is need of illumination, and similarly, one should never offer to me anything that has been offered to or used by others. You know, just imagine the Arati lamp, you go and take them, put it in some dark room because I want light there. What is this? We can't do that. And then one should never offer to me anything that has been offered to or used by others. Just now we talked about the furniture, right? 
nicely sleep on the sofa and everything and then go to the temple whatever is most uh, this is important whatever is most desired by one within this material world and whatever is most dear to oneself one should offer that very thing to me if something I like something very much that I should give to Krishna then it is called sacrifice not that something uh, I don't like such an offering qualifies one for eternal life you see such an offering qualifies one for eternal life everybody one thing you may like many things this or that but one thing everybody likes money or one needs and one earns hard money so that money has to be given to Krishna that's why we have this membership program at least offer something like we say one dollar a day Actually, the standard is half of one's earnings should be given to Krishna. <laughs> the rest half you can use. There is a real... But if we say that, you know, people will be shocked. But actually, we are very honest. The Christians, they do that. 10% of their wealth, they must give to the church. No matter how much you earn, 10% has to go to the church. That's a very good principle. Actually, the standard is 50%. Hmm. so one should automatically give hmm. so these are some of the things so basically we are there will be some people who will always deride this they may be our own family members our own friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors so as I said there are two types of people one is sleeping, one is awake so that's why Srila Prabhupada wrote this essay who is crazy the materialistic people are thinking the devotees are crazy the devotees are thinking the materialistic people are crazy so actually so Krishna's judgment is final so according to Krishna the materialistic people are crazy but for the crazy people the sane people will look like insane people and for the sane people the insane people they are insane so, we have to be on the devotee's side because ultimately this will help us. You can be a very great materialist but at the end of the day you have to leave everything and nothing is, nothing will help you. So, this will actually help Krishna consciousness. Hmm. So, any questions or comments on these topics? Any doubts regarding this? No doubts. Huh? Somebody was agreeing to the point where uh, the western women are it's very difficult for them to accept the subordination to men in fact not only western nowadays because of this um, western influence even eastern civilization is becoming like that 
That's why in the Vedic civilization, the women are always protected. Because they are very easily prone to danger, prone to degradation. Sorry. Uh, women can be easily manipulated and hoodwinked. So, therefore, they are given, given special protection. So, when she is small, she is protected by the father. When she is come of age, by the husband. When she, when she is older, then by the grown-up sons. So, this way, she is always... Even Kunti, Kunti Devi, she, even though she was a widow, she, always, she was always under the protection of her five sons. Never did she, even Mother Sita... She also. Uh, never, even Ram was going to other, what is that forest, she wanted to go. Because always wanted to be. So that is the, all great women in the Vedic history, they were all been very chaste wives. Gandhari. When she knew that her to-be husband was blind, Dhritarashtra, she did not protest. She was the most beautiful princess of her time. She is from Afghanistan actually. That's why her name is Gandhari. Now Afghan capital Kandahar. Actually it was called Gandhar. So Gandhari is the daughter of that king in the Gandhar province. So she was very very exceptionally beautiful. Now also if you see the Afghan people they are very good looking. So she was very beautiful. But when she knew that her to be husband was a blind man. She did not protest. She just covered her eyes. I cannot be more than my husband. This is Pativrata, chastity. So that kind of, uh, and because of that, she got so much mystic powers because of that chastity. So it is said that man, he will get mystic powers by austerity and women, she gets mystic power by chastity. So these exam, very nice examples are there in the Vedic history of these kind of women. So, we should learn from these examples, not that our modern examples of women. Everything, the whole society will become dis- in disarray. So, any other questions, comments? Thus, we'll stop here. Rantra Srimad Bhagavad Gita Ki, Srila Prabhupada Ki, Nitai Gaur Prima.